We're back. No timeouts. Another flashback edition. NBA is back, but we're still doing these flashbacks. Still can appreciate some good games, you know, even during the bubble. Back with uh, one of the mini Laker fans I know, my good friend Derek. How, how goes it? It's good. Yes. Are you more concerned now about the Lakers' title chances now that the bubble has begun? Because I would be a little bit. No, not at all. Uh, really? Not not at all. Not you don't you know feel like Avery Bradley is missing anything? Nah. Um, I mean defensively, yeah. You miss him guarding small, fast guards, especially when um it looks like we're gonna get Portland in the first round. But I really don't fear anybody, honestly. And somebody I was listening to somebody brought up a good point and they were just like, and I know you said this before, like I can't take the Clippers seriously, uh, because they said they were playing for playoffs all season, but they like if the Lakers were playing like that and somebody said that, we'd be like, "Oh man, Anthony Davis has never done anything in the playoffs. Like, you need to prove this and, and all this stuff. Like, the, the Lakers are like off and on and all that. We would be ripping them. So, uh, I don't think we would be ripping them if they came we out. Definitely would. Not if they yeah. came out with this with the straightforwardness and transparency as the Clippers. That's the problem. They don't. The, LeBron never actually actually actively says I'm I'm cruising until the playoffs. Yeah, but he doesn't say that. The Clippers said that from the very beginning. But people would kill LeBron if he was cruising into the playoffs, and then they would question, "Well, can he turn it on in year seventeen? Can he do this?" Like, I mean, that's kind of a fair question. It is year seventeen. Yeah, but people would still rip the Lakers and say that. But I mean, I feel you. I'm just saying, like, they 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 are getting a pass for like. They also don't have Harold. And I feel like he was way more important to them than Lou Will. I mean, Lou Will's cool. Don't get me wrong. Like, by the time the nights, but the, comes around, their starting lineup or like their whole team is going to have played like what less than yeah, two not, games together. Like, oh, def- definitely. It'll be. It'll probably be. I don't know. Thirty. Probably yeah, twenty-five or thirty. If I if I was guessing. You're but but that's the thing. Every team has a flaw. You know, the the Warriors kind of spoiled us. We forget that championship teams, as we'll see when we go into this game, Lakers for Spacers, game four, 2000 finals, every championship team has a flaw. Well, most. I mean, every team has a flaw, so. Well, shoot. When the Warriors got KD, they didn't really have a flaw. So that's what I'm saying, like, okay, well, the past couple of years. I mean, what flaw did they have? No, I, I feel you. Yeah, they didn't need a center or anything. Like, they had – you know, they were so stacked that, like, you forget, you like – Well, I guess your flaw is if somebody gets hurt. Right. Well, that's – I mean, that's, you know, that's anything. I just mean, like, fundamentally, as your team is built, best-case scenario, everyone's healthy. Like, 90%, 95% of championship teams have a flaw. And it's just who can overcome that flaw the best to win. And that's definitely what, it, to me, was going to be this year. I mean, every team, whether it be the Bucks with Giannis, like, you know, can Giannis close? Do they have a second score? You know, the Raptors, do they have a crunch time guys? Can Siakam step up? The Lakers, you know, shooting. Do they have a point guard? You know, like you can name a, you know, you can nitpick in every team. You know, Clippers with chemistry. Can they actually turn it on? You know, so we'll see. I, I think the team on paper is the Clippers, so I'm still riding with them. Just one through seven. I feel like they have the best seven-man rotation, especially once Harold comes back and Joe Noah no longer has to play, and Zubak can only play 15 minutes. I feel like they have the best top seven people. I feel like they're the Raptors from last year, just a little better. But we'll see. It's it's pretty wide open. 
Yeah, the Raptors also. Speaking of the, I mean, you mentioned the Raptors. I didn't. It looks like they're about to be in the finals again. Yeah, I didn't expect them to be this good, honestly. Not, not even gonna lie to you. I, I, you know, I get it, but it's very Spurs like. It's, it's like no real superstar. I mean, obviously the Spurs had Duncan, but like it's even then, it's like by committee. I look at them more as like 2004 Pistons. Kyle Lowry reminds me a lot of Chauncey Billups minus the flopping. Oh, that too. Oh, yeah. Well, that too. But well, like same concept, like flopping. by committee, like, you know, there's not like one guy who's isoing to get buckets, like a lot of yeah. ball. Yeah, I mean, the Spurs were like that too. If you the Spurs. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like the 2014 team. Yeah. Oh, definitely. So I like that. I mean, obviously the Spurs actually did have legit stars, so you can't really and not this call a Kyle Lowry and Pascal Siakam non-stars, but you get what I'm saying. But they're yeah, they're not they're not Hall of Famers. Well, maybe, but not like surefire. Oh no, oh no, Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry. Hey, at this point, if, if yeah, the Raptors go back to the finals, Kyle Lowry might might have locked in his Hall of Fame spot. He don't have. They don't have to go back to the finals. He just has to not stink it up in the playoffs. Right. If he just has a solid run, you know, he's 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 about locked up his final his Hall of Fame resume last year, to be honest. Pretty much. <laughs> which is pretty which is pretty wild to consider. It's wild, but it's also not he wild was, because it's yeah, he, NBA. I mean, yeah, it but it's like but still he was, you know, the deputy of LeBronto like three years ago and now you know I mean what's even wild is that he sucked for his first what five years? in uh, Memphis and in um, Houston. I mean... Right. Well, he didn't even play. Yeah, like, yeah. he couldn't even I get on a team consistently. Yeah, like, he wasn't... Like, when Colorado went to Toronto, I don't I don't even remember if that was, like, news at the time. Yeah, definitely not. I mean, the... Yeah, I don't think he got traded for too much. Like, it's, it's not like his value was anything crazy. It might have been, like, the first-round pick, maybe, but it wasn't, it, you know. It was very Mike Conley-ish as far as, like, he wasn't good for five years, and all of a sudden it was like, oh, this guy is. Right. And it was like, oh, well, this guy's actually good. But, I mean, guards, so. Maybe it'll happen in Lonzo. Yeah, yeah okay. He, he can't even make a layup. <laughs> <laughs> and I like Lonzo, but, like, we're getting to the point now where, like, his flaws, like, it kind of, like, his flaw, not to say that he is who he is, but, like, we just kind of have to accept that the holes in this game might just be the holes in this game. Like, I don't know how you get better at, you know, getting to the free throw line or like contested layups or developing a mid range game because he has none. Yeah, you know, I don't want like, to talk too much about the bubble stuff because I know we want to talk about the game, but I would say right. my biggest complaint is that he's just so inconsistent that it's it's crazy. Like, right. Well, that's what happens when you when you don't get to the free throw line and can't shoot free throws as a guard and you have no mid range game. He's if he's if his three point shot's not falling, then like all he can do is really pass. That's right. I and mean, I anytime would okay. he drives to the lane, people know he's passing. He's not going to, to the lane to finish. And people are kind of catching on to, to that. But oh. enough bubble talk. We'll we'll have a separate pod for the bubble. Because the bubble has actually been really interesting. But to this game, like I said, Lakers, Pacers, two thousand four or two thousand, excuse me, game four. Lakers up two one. Uh, the Pacers had just won Game Three. Kobe coming off a pretty bad ankle injury. He, you could see the pregame. He's like limping into the into the arena, you know, saying he's going to give it a go. Um, but I will say, and I've said this before, that this 2000 team was definitely the best of the three uh, three teams, just in terms of depth. Like you know, they have Derek Fisher and Rick Fox coming off the bench, and Robert Ory all coming off the bench. 
uh, Glenn Rice is good. That's because Ron Harper was started, and Ron Harper. Ron Harper, yeah, that's that's like this is bad take for Ron Harper. He was yeah. a non-factor. <laughs> he's definitely getting the. I played with the Bulls. I yeah, was Jordan Stopper yeah. for a couple of years in um, Cleveland, and like you know, had some good years. Sadly, with the Clippers, and like I know Phil Jackson's system, veteran guy. Yeah, but like, like this game, he had some good plays early. But I'm just saying, like, yeah, no, he. Really I mean, he was a non-factor. You didn't have to guard him. You, they yeah. could have, they were playing five. They could have played five on four. They could have doubled Shaq every single time off Ron Harper's guy, and all he w- could have done is shoot mid-range jumpers because he had no three game but we'll see as we go in like this this game really spoke to a lot of like the evolution of basketball uh bad tape for Shaq in terms of Shaq uh translating to the modern game um but we'll get into all that so you think oh yeah definitely like I mean there was about three there was about three four possessions that Travis Best came off the bench and and got Shaq in pick and roll and got three buckets and then they just stopped doing it. Uh, I guess because you know he's not their best player or anything, but he was like they they were exposing Shaq in the pick and roll. Just pick and roll just wasn't you know a big thing you know back then right. the way it is now. I mean, he definitely wasn't coming out. Right. I mean, so that's what I'm say- saying. Like you go if he's you know. You got Dane Willard coming up, pick and roll, Steph Curry, Trey Young, like guys who like are pulling Shaq out thirty feet from the basket. Like this is a game. Not to say that Shaq wouldn't be dominated or you know Shaq is worthless or whatever. Now, I mean, Rudy Gobert is considered a great player, so like obviously he'd be really good. But this is this is bad tape for for Shaq's translation on defense to the modern day. No, I mean I can see that. I mean when you have. <laughs> When the tape, when uh, Doug Collins says they have uh, Sam Perkins in the floor and Shaq's not going to stand out, of, he's not going to come out and guard him. And even in the beginning of the game, they're like, Shaq has to respect Rick Smith because he can shoot. Yeah, Shaq, Shaq did not did not want to move on defense at all. Not at all. And this is his MVP season, so it's kind of like. Right. This is, yeah, this is, this is, it's not getting much better in terms of. I mean, I oh, feel like. Um, no, this is, this is as good as it gets. Right. At least offensively. I will say that. Shaq kind of evolved with the game. Like, I feel like young Orlando Shaq, like, he had just stayed that size the whole time. Might have, He just would have had a totally different career in some respects, or at least would have been more modernized had he been playing in, in 2020. But nonetheless, this is, like, the numbers, I feel like the numbers don't tell the full story. I'm glad, I'm glad we got to rewatch this game. All right. Well. Uh, so, all right. So, we'll just start. Uh, the, the the immediate thing I first thought, other than you know Kobe was hurt, was one Reggie Miller was way ahead of his time, just in terms of like how he played his strengths, like you know he he you know had a lot of Clay Thompson in his game, um, but again just kind of ahead of his time in terms of being able to utilize his skills to the greatest ability, if that makes sense. So. There's a play where Reggie Miller has the ball on the uh, on the on the uh, I guess it was the, the left corner and Shaq comes out on him and he doesn't attack Shaq he gives it up I think Travis Best ends up shooting a three oh yeah yeah and I was just like I mean just because you mentioned that I mean I'm gonna get deeper into my Reggie takes but like even Doug Collins was like why didn't he attack him because Shaq clearly doesn't want to move his feet so right. <laughs> It's like uh, Reggie had a couple plays, but then like he attacked Kobe a few times. I mean, 
but yes, I do feel you like Reggie Miller definitely ahead of his time. Um, it's funny because we would call Reggie Miller, uh, we would call like now you say Clay Thompson, but I remember a time where it was like, oh yeah. I mean, Reggie was the first to do it, but like, oh, this is the three-point shooting version of Rip Hamilton. It, it would actually be Rip Hamilton is the two-point shooting version of Reggie Miller because they're both doing the same thing, running around all damn game, off screens and taking jump shots. Um, right. But like, I'm just saying in terms of, but I don't even know if, because because Reggie Miller is the best player on his team. So I'm just saying. By far. <laughs> right. Like, bad, bad, bad Jalen Rose film. You know, he had a lot of a lot of bad uh, Steven Jackson. I mean Steven Jackson. Um, Mark Jackson. Oh yeah. Now, Mark Jackson and Ron Harper, they just they didn't, both were, didn't they know Trey best was five eleven, but I mean Mark Jackson not playing down the stretch. Well, he had to because Travis Best ended up getting hurt. Um and we'll get into Mark Jackson more, I think, once we start getting into Kobe uh starting to take over a little bit later on in the game. Al Harrington on this team. He was injured, but I saw him in the suit. Didn't didn't never really realize that. Yeah, Al Harrington, like Loki, old, I mean, he was super young. Yeah, so he probably wasn't year. even Yeah, so I mean out of high school guy, but yeah, I didn't realize he he went this far back, Al Harrington. No, I didn't I hadn't if you told me he was on this team, I wouldn't have I'd been like, no, he's not. But I saw him <laughs> in the suit. I saw him on the bench on the suit and I was like, that's not Al. It's funny how you see people and you're like you immediately know who they are, and you're like, "Why the hell is this nigga here?" Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I know. In the first quarter, they had the the graphic of Shaq's free throws, and I was just like, "Oh my god!" He was knocking them down to the end, though. Which he is, was he was that game, but he also was shooting thirty eight percent before like yeah, no, the first he was, three games. He was awful, so he but they kept they kept talking about him like, "Oh, he's gonna have a game like in Portland where he makes all of them." Right. Well, shit, he missed all of them before, so I guess he's due. That's how he gets back to fifty percent. Yeah, Shaq. Uh, weird but, tape because, like, you feel like – so I always felt like in these three title runs, and I said this to people before, it, and there's nothing to take away from Shaq. Like, obviously, he deserves MVP and all that. But – and I know people are going to say Dikembe was the defensive player of the year. But, like, if you look at the people that they put on Shaq, it's no reason that he shouldn't eat in all these finals. Like, Rick Smith's. Dell Davis, like Dell Davis, had no chance. There's a there's a um segment. There's a couple plays in the fourth quarter I want to talk about. Um, if you look at the in the East, I mean in the 2001, it's Takembe and it's Matt Geiger, I think, or yeah. And then in in 2002, it's a picture of Shaq dunking on the whole Nets, <laughs> and it's like um Austin Crozier, not Austin. Um, what's the? It's uh, Tom McCullough on the Nets. It was somebody else, but anyway, um, Keith, it was, uh, Keith Van Horn. Yeah, I think it's Keith Van Horn. It was, uh, and then it's um, it's a King and Martin. It's the only one who's like, kind of like I'm a hold my own here, but it's also like, dude, you're six. Like, yeah, like six eight. Six, yeah, nine, like. <laughs> so it's like you have no chance, and it's just like nobody ever wants to mention that. Like, the numbers that Shaq put up while amazing is also like. He's a, a great mismatch in all of these series. I mean, but Jason Collins Shaq, was on that if, 2000 team. But, like, but if you put Shaq in right now, who in right now in the league would be able to guard him? Like, would oh, be no, like, I mean, that's I mean, so it's like you can say this about him at any point in the NBA history, and that's just what would make him great. It's just like, yeah, like but you look I mean, at it in 2094 or was it 90, 95, excuse me. When they, I mean, I mean, I know Keem, everybody doesn't have a Keem, but like, 
I mean, but he wasn't the same. He wasn't even the same size then as the point. Like, he was still – it was with a second, young third Shaq, year in the so. league. Yeah, young – like, Orlando Shaq was built – like, this guy, he was built different. Like, he's, it, like, a solid 330 at this point. Like, he wasn't – he was maybe 300, like, 285 back then. Like, he – Oh, no, I'm not different. I'm not taking away from him. I'm just saying, like, it's just – I mean, you know, the Kings employed Scott Pollard and – Brad Miller, just a foul shack. You know what I'm saying? For there are people that literally was on the bench to play just to foul shack six times. But it's just crazy how like we look at these numbers and you're realizing like, and I'm not trying to take away from these guys, but like I saw Ritz Smith on, and I'm like, bro, you have to eat. And Ritz Smith <laughs> was holding his own like the first. Hey, Ritz Smith was giving buckets. Yeah, because he was giving him buckets. Shaq <laughs> has said before, like, Ritz Smith's the hardest person for me to guard because he doesn't like to go out. You know what I'm saying? But, like, also, like, Dell Davis, bro, like, it's – like, he was just – and Dell Davis is not a small man. <laughs> like – No, like, not at all. So, it's just like, you know what I'm saying? But he looked small like, next to Shaq. <laughs> Ritz Smith looked small next to Shaq. He's uh, just – yeah, he's just so big. It's just – it's unbelievable. But he's just the mismatch in every possession. Like, you know, it's just he's a miss. Like I, I've said this many times. Like he's the biggest mismatch of anybody in the NBA history. Because like even even Michael Jordan, like there's a six six guard out there. Like you could tell me all these stories about Michael's going to eat him alive, and he's but like there's physically somebody out there that you can say, all right, like if you're going to get beat, it's not because of your God given physical abilities. But what Shaq is like, you know what I'm saying? You can't even be mad at the guys. Like, right. It's like you're trying your best. It's like, what do you like? Physics is literally not allowing me to move this man. And then the thing about it is, we think Shaq looks like he's moving slow, or like, because we've obviously seen young Shaq and we've seen Shaq kind of move better. But like, oh, he's, he's still moving. moving way better than <laughs> any other man his size would be moving at. Oh, 100%. So, like, he's you still can't moving. Even, Right, that's what I'm saying. You can't even say, like, I know, like, we people nitpick. We're, I mean, we're nitpicking. We're like, oh, he doesn't want to move his feet and all that. But, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I watched Dal Ming play basketball. And that's one man who did not move after a certain, you know, right. like, like, age. And, you know, obviously, big men, you know, it takes a toll. You know what I'm saying? So, Shaq just dominated. So, like, it's crazy because it wasn't even his best tape on film, his film. Um, no, definitely not. But, but it's you- still, like, there's – I guess I'll just talk about it now. There's three possessions, like, around the six-minute mark in the fourth quarter where they're just hacking Shaq. <laughs> like, they, they have nothing. Like, Travis – Oh, yeah. He gets an offensive – I mean, a flagrant foul, flagrant. which I'm not sure if it really was a play. Because he was definitely going for the ball, but he's just so small that when Shaq comes up, he flips Travis, <laughs> and then Travis <laughs> no, gets Travis the offense. Travis Best got called for a flagrant, and then he was the one who got hurt. That, yeah, a couple of days he was in his shoulder. And I'm, and I'm looking at it, and I'm just like <laughs> – I'm not sure this is anything flagrant on Travis. Like, he's clearly going for the ball, but he's so small, he has to jump like a wild man because he's 5'11". You know what I'm saying? And then Shaq just flips him over. You know what I mean? <laughs> the next play is like three people on him. And then a couple of days later, Dale Davis just fouls him as soon as he gets the ball. It's just amazing. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, how they're just like, at one point, they're just like, yeah, well, no. Like, fuck it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, no, nah, honestly, though, it's, 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 yeah, it's truly it was truly remarkable, and it, I think this was also this was a game that I didn't realize. Like, granted, you look at the numbers, and like Kobe ended up taking more attempts than Shaq. Um, he scored a little less because he didn't get to the free throw line actually once this whole game, which pro- probably goes to show how how hurt he was. Um, 
but they but literally every single possession was posted up to Shaq and then we'll go from there. Yeah, until he fought out. Yeah. Every single possession is like, all right, we're just gonna throw it to Shaq. Uh and then they're just gonna, you know, like they didn't even have three point shooting. You know, imagine if it was the spacing if you had four shooters and then Shaq, like it's just it's it's unbelievable. I mean, they're playing AC Green out there, who also played against Magic. And, I mean, played with <laughs> Magic and Bird. Which yeah, you're I don't crazy. It, the thing is, it's only 13 years ago that finals that they mentioned. But it's still like it's just crazy to think that he was playing because I mean, Bird looks ancient in this. Right. I mean, he he doesn't look ancient. He just looks middle aged. But like, it just seems like it. You know, like 2000 is only 13 years from 87. You know what I'm saying? Right. But it just seems like AC Green shouldn't be out there. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what he was really contributing, to be honest. I mean, he between him and Ron Harper, it was just he contributed just about as much, maybe more than Ron. I would have to, I would have to go back. I'm not gonna say. I mean, I guess, the tape, but like, but... I, they were both just standing around. Like, I don't. They were just bodies. Like, it's crazy how now, like nowadays, if you have somebody who can't like shoot a three or do anything, like your whole offense is ruined. And Ron Harper was the point guard. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just it was it's 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 truly it's truly crazy. However, one thing I will say is that I don't I didn't realize that this Pacers team was actually pretty solid. Like you know, Reggie Miller was good, Jalen Rose was good, Mark Jackson was kind of the big like dud, I guess, because they you know, Kobe just ended up guarding him the whole time, hiding on him and Mark Jackson couldn't New York City point guard yeah. can't shoot. Right. Like <laughs> I mean, he can't shoot, but then, like, but he was also older, so he couldn't really, like, explode to the basket yeah. the same way either. So he just kind of ended up being a, a Ron Harper. stuffed him a couple times. Yeah, it was, it was, yeah, not, not great, not great for, for Mark. Yeah, not, I mean, not great, say, for Jalen, but I mean, the Pacers team, like, some people say they should have beaten the Bulls in 98, 99. I don't know, remember who they lost to. Was it the Knicks? Miami? I don't remember who they lost in 99, but that was a lockout season. So that's kind of like a, I don't want to say asterisk, but, you know, and then 2000 is like, damn, now we, now Kobe and Jack have come of age. And it, but it was a solid, a very solid team. But I mean, the Pacers, one thing that I noticed about them is Doug Collins said this. He says uh, basketball is, he kind of was 20 years earlier or 15 years early on this. He was like, it's all about threes are getting all the way to the bucket. Oh yeah! In this in this particular game, I would have by the time he said that, I I was it was around the fourth quarter, third quarter. I, I didn't you know I have to go back and watch the game from start to finish. But the Pacers are kind of like that because outside of the fact that there was a lot of post ups and throwing into wrist miss to let them go to work, and you know there was there were a lot of post moves. There weren't a lot of mid range shots that weren't coming from guys like Kobe. Um, I think you had people pump fake and maybe take a step in, but it wasn't like we're going to run a play for you to come around the corner and shoot a three, or you're going to have the Jordan fade away, you know, like, right. And I mean, Reggie even had, he had an acrobatic move going to the basket. I mean, it was a lot of, uh, Mark Jackson was trying to put his head down and go to the basket. And I was watching the Lakers on the other end. It was, it was pretty much almost identical except for you had Kobe. I think, uh, uh, Robert Roy took a couple mid Rangers and I mean, the Lakers are different because they don't have as much spacing because Shaq's in the middle, and then you have uh, AC Green and you know Ron Harper. So, but 
it's funny he said that because this game was kind of like that, but this era was not like that at all. <laughs> like, yeah, this, yeah, this in terms of the play style, like shot selection, it was it was pretty good in terms of like, analytics and analytics wise. It wasn't a lot of like one, yeah, this game one, one step up. in front of the free throw, uh, three point line, two pointers, and stuff like that. Unless like, you're Kobe, yeah, Kobe well, was definitely taking his and that, I think he said that like Kobe has a mid range game and like that's a lost art. And I'm like, damn, he sounds like he could be talking about today because. In 2000, it was definitely mid-range jump shots and, uh, you know, which aren't, like, the devil, like, everybody swears they are, but, like, also, like, you can get that shot anytime and you're not running – you shouldn't be running plays for that shot. Right. I will say Jalen tried to, tried to pull up for some mid-rangers, but it just wasn't his night. Yeah, okay. Jalen could have been the one that was trying to do it, but um, it, it wasn't – I can't say I was – too closely watching Jalen because he was missing layups and stuff, and I was like, "All right, <laughs> yeah, yeah." It's just like like he was just like he was getting good shots and just missing. Like it was just it was just unfortunate. Jalen also very skinny and weird era because everybody in this video, obviously except for Kobe, Kobe probably Rick Fox and Robert Ory has more hair now than they did back then. Yeah, or Jaylen or, or, or it's just bald. Yeah, yeah, everybody who's bald, but I'm just saying, like, Jalen Rose doesn't, he's, I've never seen his hair that low, you know what I'm saying? This is the only time. Mark Jackson, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, well, Jalen had it bald in college. That's what I'm saying. And it, right. so it, I was going to say, to my next point, this is the weird era, like, outside of the Kobe's and, like, there's a couple people with bushes and stuff, but, like, it was after, like, the Jordan, like, had cut his hair bald, so, like, everybody was copying that. And we're now moving into the early 2000s where it's cornrows and like the all around one. And it's just like, if you turn on a basketball game now, like you would never see that many people that like Mark Jackson and Jalen Rose have the one all around. Like, right. And, <laughs> and, they have, and they have high quality hairlines. That's, and that's the funny thing. It's like, damn. And today, like Jalen Rose gets a way better haircut with the equally as sharp hairline. <laughs> <laughs> And it's just crazy. I just thought that was like a little aesthetic thing that I noticed. Like, damn, everybody. I've even seen Reggie Miller like almost like grow some hair since then. And I'm just like, damn, this is like the post Jordan. I'm bald, but I'm not really bald. I'm yeah, there was definitely not a lot of creativity in the uh, hair selection. Yeah, and then it was just Kobe and, you know. And then, and then the only people who the had hair outside of like Rick Smith was Kobe and. Robert Ory and they just had like mini- AC Green, yeah. yeah, and they just had mini afros, like no, right. no, no creativity. I think Robert Ory still has the same. Yeah, he might afro kind of like, but it, I thought that was funny because I was like, damn, Jalen Rose has better hair now than he. Like obviously <laughs> his hair was fine back then, but like the cut is better now than like. Uh, yeah, his yeah his his barber's going to the Hall of Fame for sure. His genetics, bro. <laughs> <laughs> It's not that he still has hair, is that that joint is sharp. I mean, uh, Mark Jackson too for his, you know. No, that's definitely true. But that's, the, that's like the whole first half. The only I just couldn't get over, just like the gap in skill by the role players. I think when people talk about like the difference in eras, like if you look at the best players, like Reggie Miller, but like the three best players, Reggie Miller, Kobe, Shaq, like they're they can translate to any. Era of basketball, like they're just good, like flat out. Like when people talk about Michael Jordan translating or whoever, like like he was elite and he's going to be elite. Period. But Alan Iverson is the one that people. 
Yeah, but he wouldn't translate. It's like no, like, he would. no, he would. He would. He would honestly probably be better with a more spread out floor. But he would, he would be the person that people swear Russell Westbrook is. Right. Because he would just finish, and not that Russell Westbrook can't finish, but I mean, he would just. I mean, like he'd just be. He, just he like, actually has a he actually has a mid range jumper. Westbrook's a little more streaky, so I feel you. But my point is, when you look at the role players, like we talked about, Ron Harper, AC Green, uh, shoot, Mark Jackson. Dale Davis, Derek McKee, like all these guys, even Austin Crozier, who wasn't, you know, bad or anything. He was just kind of a standstill shooter. Game of his life. Uh, but, like, you look at these role players and you're like, none of these guys would last in today's NBA as role players. Like, when you look at the role players now, like, guys would, you know, teams come off the bench, like, you know, even like, the, like a Terrence Ross, for example, who's, like, coming off the bench, like, he's shooting threes, or like a Jordan Clarkson, like, like backup players who are coming off and like have great three point shots, like can create off the dribble, can create for others. Like none of these role players are creating anything for anyone. Yeah, like they're just role, bodies. Yeah, <laughs> these role players are like so they're just bodies. Um, Dale Davis All Star this season, and you reward the big man who played defense and rebound. But like, and I guess like, Del- yeah. he's probably the one exception because I still think there's a room for small ball. I mean, he would probably be a small ball five. I mean, he can't. Yeah, I mean, he's like the poor man's Ben Wallace. So, I mean, right. like... And defense. Could, and, but I get what you're saying. Like, the role players today are highly skilled, even if it's highly skilled at one thing. They're highly right. skilled. Like, even there's, if, like, specialists in some right. ways. Right. And even if it's on defense, you rarely see it, but if it's on defense, it's like Roberson, right? I mean, he still has a job in the league, though, because he can lock people down, right? That's what he's known for, and everybody's like, he needs to get a jump shot. But the role players of back then were like, I'm kind of good at this, kind of good like, at that. They're just like, they're just, I'm just, we're just, I'm just going to come in and not mess up anything. Like, right, these are the right. role players. Like, like Brian Shaw. Like, Brian Shaw. <laughs> like right. he just comes in, like, I'm just not going to mess up anything. I'm going to make good entry passes to Shaq, and then I'm going to stand in the corner, and then I'm going to throw it back to Shaq if I need to, and that's it. Like, and I'm hoping I'm going to make a couple shots. Right. Like, he had the nice putback at the very end, but – that, I mean, that's really it. Like, this, that's all the role players really do is just not mess up things. <laughs> and the Lakers probably have the best role players. If you look at, like, Robert Ory. Oh, 100%. Rick Fox. Especially um, if you count Glenn Rice as a role Derek player. Derek Fisher. Yeah, Glenn Rice. Um, trying to think who else they uh, – that's probably about it. That's probably – And that's really it. I mean, they, Robert Ory, Derek Fisher, Rick Fox, Brian Shaw were the four main pinch guys. Once the yeah. Shaq fouled out, John Sally came in, who was useless, but – Another um, guy who I know the system. <laughs> right. Like, he, yeah, he had no business being, being out there, but whatever. No business in the league. When, he just has the eye of the no business being in the league jersey. Like, the way the jersey yeah, just sits Like, that baggy-ass jersey. <laughs> <Just, laughs> it don't look like a trash bag on it. Uh, all due respect to uh, three-time, yeah, multiple-time. Yeah, all due respect to John Sally. He made a nice TV career and everything. Good friend. Yeah, I mean, great. I mean, played on three epic teams, classic teams. But you definitely, definitely stole one with the, <laughs> which I'm not mad at you, bro. Like, I yeah, definitely got to the ring. No, 100%. But, like, that was just the thing that the whole first half, like, outside of the Shaq free throws when he started, you know, he's making them. And uh, that was just, that was the biggest thing was just looking at the role players, just, just be bodies out there. Um it was also funny that every time Doug Collins mentioned that Kobe was hurt, it was when he was on defense. Because uh, whenever he got the ball, he did not really look at hurt. <laughs> he would get the ball and just do it like, like he had. A, I mean, he looked a little hurt in the sense of he wasn't getting all the way to the rim. 
He definitely um, wasn't jumping as high. And he just, um, yeah, like he was definitely just settling for the mid range and it was falling, so it was working. But you only it's heard like, the comments of him being hurt when he was on defense. Yeah, it's the whole I'm tired, coach. But you get the ball. <laughs> <for cut. laughs> you know oh, I mean? yeah, you get the ball and it's go, it's go time, you yeah, know. Nobody. And the thing is, you're still tired, but you don't know. <laughs> right. I mean, look, when you got, if you got Mark Jackson in front of you, I wouldn't be tired either. That was that was one thing that kind of stood out to me was in terms of Reggie Miller was just he was he was food on defense. Like they ended up switching him on Kobe because they kind of had to at the end, and mainly you know because he's running around he has to preserve himself as well. But like I don't know, it just it was a, it was rough watching Mark Jackson have to try and guard Kobe the whole time. So you're saying Reggie Miller was bad on defense? Yeah, I mean he was just he was, I thought he was a little better. I mean. I, I guess his reputation. I mean, Reggie Miller really isn't. Good. He isn't really known for being a defensive stopper. Reggie Miller, right. master of the tricks, because there's a lot of calls that he got. Where I'm just like, like he early in the game, he would like run into people and then like <laughs> oh, take yeah. a he, step he back and he made James Harden proud. Yeah, I mean, bro, like he would be a, a nuisance to guard because he's like, I, I don't know, I can't, I can see the play, I just can't really. Like he takes a step in. Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. I think it's like, Robert Ory. He like, yeah, he's like about to like run across the lane, like do some takes, and he just runs right into Robert Ory's shoulder. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's the CP three thing where uh, I think they were playing the Denver the other night, and he grabbed um, Paul Millsap's jersey and brought him like his yeah. pants, brought him to him, and then like stopped and, and leaned back into yeah. it. <laughs> <And> <laughs> it's like you guys are like. <laughs> But honestly, to like me, but that's like a real skill. Like that's honestly impressive. Like I know it's kind of I wouldn't say cheating, but it is like manipulating the refs and it's no, kind of yes, up to the refs. I definitely so, like, feel you. It's not like it's. I mean, it's not cheating. At the end of the day, it's on the refs to call it or not call it. At the end. At but the like, end. at what point? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's some integrity involved. Where it's just like, all right, it's one thing to flop for a call. It's one thing to well a little bit when you, you know somebody barely or grazes you when you shoot. It's another thing to just be pulling people close to you and then, like... Hey, man, it's, that's the ultimate competitor. That's what it takes to win. I mean, all he had to do... I mean, yeah. I feel <laughs> you. I definitely understand. I'm just saying, like, it's definitely one of those things where you're balling. Like, you know if that happens to you at the gym, like... Oh, no. Okay, well, now, nah, if that happens at the gym, that's a whole different set of rules. No, if that happens yeah. at the gym, like, people aren't even going to re- like, acknowledge it. It's gonna be like, somebody might try and fight you calling those type of fouls. <laughs> nah, respect, because... Yeah, I get, I get what you're saying. It's just, like I said, it's it's one of those things where you're just watching it and you're just like, oh, no, nah, this guy is really, like... He's doing a lot. Right. But you know what? A lot needs to be done. You're Reggie Miller going against Shaq and Kobe. A lot needs to be done. You really are Reggie Miller going against Shaq and Kobe. <laughs> you're Reggie, Reggie Miller, Miller and, the, and the Millerettes. Like, right. I don't... Well, I mean, Rick Smith's had a big game. I, I mean, they put up 100 and... I think what two four points whatever. Uh, um, it was it was one hundred and four before overtime. So yeah, so I mean, I Rick Smith had that twenty. Uh, I don't know where the other points came from, and I watched the whole game. You know, I just finished watching the game, and now I think about it, like I really. I mean, it was just it was just random. I mean, I have the box score in front of me, so yeah, let me actually. So Reggie Miller had thirty five. Rick Smith had his twenty four. Jalen Rose, even though he missed a lot of shots, made a couple. He ended up with 14. And then their bench played pretty well. Like, Sam Perkins had a couple. Sam threes. Perkins, that's, okay, yeah. He, Travis he, Best had that little run where he made, like, six straight points. And then Austin Crozier kind of had his points here and there. So they just kind of added up, you know, over time. Just kind of here and there. And I didn't realize that Reggie Miller had ended up like, was ended up doing so well. Because that was one thing I wrote in my notes, like, in the probably second quarter or so. It was like, 
Reggie Miller is not taking advantage of his matchup right now. Like between oh, either Kobe's guarding him and Kobe's hurt, or you know Ron Harper's guarding him, like he should be like doing a lot more. I mean, he ended up with thirty five, so I kind of scratched it out my notes. But at the time, I was like, because in the fourth quarter, he came alive. Right. If they win so, that game, it's the Reggie Miller fourth quarter game. Right, but like, I don't know. He should have shot more than nineteen times. Well, in today in today's NBA, he would Reggie Miller would be hoisting up like twenty five shots a game. Right. I mean, he shot nine threes, but it's like Shaq's and got twenty five attempts. Threes. Yeah, Shaq's got twenty five attempts. Kobe's got twenty seven. Reggie Miller should have been right there with twenty five. Nineteen attempts, like in this situation, just isn't enough. So, uh, and, and that's kind of says something about his game because it's not like he can just take the ball and ISO. Like, he kind of has to manufacture his looks. Um, so that's kind of part of it as well. But I don't know. It just, it just, he just, as great as Reggie Miller was, he just, I don't know, left me a little unsatisfied. I just no. wish, I wish he just had been just a little more aggressive at certain points. Like, like how you mentioned, like when Shaq was switched out on him or whatever, like, there's a certain point I was like, Reggie, just shoot the ball. Like, no one else, no one else is shooting the ball better than you. Just shoot it. Yeah, take the ball to the basket, drive. I mean, when they had um, Sam Perkins on the floor, you know Shaq doesn't want to step out. So if Shaq does step out, the lane is clear. I mean, I'm pretty sure you should be able to finish over AC Green. <laughs> and then if Shaq doesn't step out, you kick it out to the uh, to Sam Perkins. Or, you know, Rick Smith, Rick Smith was having a good game. I know he was on the bench down the stretch, but I definitely get what you're saying. But, I mean, that's the era, though, you know. This is also the era when people would throw the ball into the big man, no matter who it was, to, like, you know, appease the big man, get up some touches, you know, get him going. And it's like, yeah, but your big men – I know they didn't do this necessarily with Dell Davis, but in general, teams would have big men like Dell Davis or somebody. It's like, this dude is not a scorer. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm sorry, but he just right. can't touch the ball like this. Like, we don't really need this right now. Yeah, I mean, to me, it was just more so of a hole in Reggie Miller's game where, like, he's not a pick-and-roll guy. He's not an ISO guy. Like, once he gets into the paint, he's looking to pass. Like, he's not a finisher around the rim. He's a great um, shooter. He's a great one on screens, but he needs somebody to set him up. Right. So, it's just like – And um, if Mark Jackson is not really a threat to score or can't really set him up. Then... Right. Like, like, if you had replaced Reggie Miller with Ray Allen, I feel like the Pacers would have won. Interesting take. Not not saying I disagree or or, or agree, but I definitely <laughs> see where you're coming from. Because Ray, like, Ray Allen, young Ray Allen, could definitely get his. That's what I mean. Like 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 saying like Ray Allen in 2000, like similar shooter. Like you know, he's shooting a little different. Like he's not you know coming off the ball the same way, but he's a equivalent shooter to Reggie Miller. But he's way more of an all around scorer in terms of getting to the rim and everything. To me, I feel like I feel like they would have won if they had had a Ray Allen, for example. Well, I can see that. I can definitely see that. I mean, it, yeah, I definitely can see that because he also can make more plays once you're in the lane, do things. Right. It's just like um, once once Reggie Miller got in the paint, it's like he didn't really know what to do, whether he was passing it or like or whatever. Like he just didn't he just didn't have that part of his game. His game wasn't as all around as I would have liked. I think that's just the the moral of the story as I was watching. Like he was like, and especially considering people weren't really shooting threes the same way, and he made some tough tough threes. So. You the know, thing is, you would think part because he's such a good shooter, people have to step out on him, and he would have developed right. that some type of mid-range floater, get to the all the way to the cup game. Right. He would have been. Oh yeah. He would have. He would have went up another level. It was definitely a level for him 
that he could have went up that I don't think he ever really hit. I, yeah, I don't know if that man too busy calling trying to block the foul. <laughs> <laughs> Reggie, that's, yeah. that, and he's just going to lean back into you and try to go to the free throw line. But I mean, he's the best free uh, free throw shooter in the league at this time behind Jeff Hornacek, according to the stats. So, right. I mean, look, he got to the line twelve times. So I mean, I feel you. But I'm saying he could have got to the line twenty times if he had, you know, had those same tricks, but then also got regular fouls. You know, if he just got into the lane hard and just got fouled. You know, if, if he could actually finish around the rim. Or if he had, like, I mean, to me, I mean, there were just opportunities that I felt like he could have, you know, with Kobe's injury. Maybe he could have fouled Shaq out earlier too. Kobe also had four fouls, um, right? But in the very so, beginning of the third quarter, uh, oh, one one quick note, one quick side note. I really, really tickled me seeing Isaiah Thomas and Bill Walton at the halftime. I don't know if you if you watched the halftime show or not. I did so. I watched um, – what was funny about this to me was it was net zero at the half. And the, it was uh, – the commercial was uh, always free internet. And I actually Google searched because I wanted to see if net zero was still around. And they're still around. They're still selling dial-up for free. But they have broadband if you want to pay for it. But I just always thought that was interesting because I was – you know, I remember that halftime show and I was like, net zero at the half. God damn, this shit is old. <laughs> I mean, hey, net zero used to be the, used to be the thing, though. Oh, you're talking to a man who had dial-up until 2009. Uh, so, <laughs> you know I know, bro. Yo, Net Zero used to be out here. But I just thought that was – it was just such a blast from the past, bro. I also, don't even, shout out Hannah Storm. I did not know she was around this long. Uh, I mean, I, I have to go back and look at that. I don't think I noticed Hannah. I, I had no idea that Hannah Storm was – I mean, she's like on SportsCenter now. So, like, I, I, didn't, I just didn't realize that she'd been in, in the industry, you know, this big time for 20 years. I mean, this was a classic call because you had Steve Snapper Jones. <laughs> right. Um, Steve Jones, Bill Walton, Isaiah Thomas, Hannah Storm. That's a great half. Ahmad Rashad. Oh, yeah, on the sideline. And then Doug Collins calling it. That's a great, 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 uh, great job by NBC. Bob really, really miss NBC. NBC. NBC needs some basketball, some basketball rights again. Oh, no questions asked. And they need the music. This needs to all be the same, bro. The same intros. Good interview with um, Larry Bird. I don't know if you saw that at the half or oh, before the game. Oh, talking yeah, about yeah. his father. And I didn't know. I knew he dropped out of Indiana. But I thought he went straight to Indiana State. I didn't know he, like, took off for a year. Yeah, just, college. like, working on the farm. Yeah, like, that's wild. Yeah, shout out to him. <laughs> they tried to ask him. They tried to, like, I don't know, try to play him. He was like, damn, like, what would you be without basketball? He's, he's like, I'd be just happy. He's like, I'd have been cooling. Like, Sanitation. My thing. Yeah, like, I was like, good for, good for you, Larry. Larry looks like a guy who would be very happy with the simple life anyway. I mean, anybody who calls themselves the hick from French Lick <laughs> is not a, a complicated man. Not at all. And that's just uh, me calling him. <laughs> I will say, I guess, as we get to the fourth quarter overtime, I feel like this is a game where people kind of point to, like, oh, like, Kobe was Shaq's 1B to his 1A. Like, they were equal, blah, blah. Like, for one, I didn't realize that Shaq had lasted until overtime. You know, I thought he had fouled out. I thought he was – I was waiting for him to foul out in the fourth quarter. I didn't realize no, I remember he fouled out in the opening. I always remember he fought because I, I remember the play that he fouled out on because he just walks to the bench after. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, fouled out on some nonsense. I don't know. How do you feel about them giving Shaq the final shot before overtime? It, you know, I've watched this. I've seen this game plenty of times. I've never, 
I think this may have been the one. I'm not gonna say I've never rewatched it all the way through, but I haven't recently rewatched it all the way through. So I, you know, before this call, obviously rewatched it. Um, it's it's a good look. He's kind of far out for the banker, but like it's always hard with big men in final minutes. That, you know, and to bring this like to modern day, and I know he's not a big man, but like Giannis, it's very hard late in the games for sometimes for him to take over because he's not like the ball handler. He like, doesn't have a step back and everybody knows he, he wants to get the step and go to the basket. So you have right. to, you know, kind of like post him up. And it's very hard. And I mean, he doesn't, obviously he doesn't have the post moves that Shaq has. But, you know, you need that one perimeter guy that can, you could just say, all right, go get me two points. Like, I don't care how you do it, but just go, you know, go do it. Because when you have guys who are big men in the final possessions, like it, you're not necessarily, you don't have time to go to a post move. You're not going like, to back somebody down. They're not going to allow you to do that. They're going to double team you. You know what I'm saying? Like, so that look that Shaq got was, you know, he's single covered. He got the hook shot. I mean, he, it wasn't like terribly off, like some wild ass, you know, super brick. I mean, it, it wasn't brick, but you know, it was, it was, you know, relatively online. But I always think it's hard to go to big men who don't have, like, if you're talking like Hakeem or, you know, even like Embiid has a little bit of it where he can, you know, kind of take you off, but it has some, you know, guard-like moves. But it's very hard to get like the post up. I'm going to take the last shot, you know, especially for my outlet pass. It wasn't even like it was five seconds ago and somebody brought the ball down and they got, you know, one good seal. You know, it's just really like, hey, we're going to throw this in and, you know, you got to catch it and go. That that's really hard. So, but it makes sense because Kobe's injured, right? So I guess it's like, well, he's injured. They kind of probably think they're going to go to him anyway. Let's use him as a decoy. And Shaq has hit some game winners like that before. Like I've seen him do it. But you know, big men. I've always thought that big men are very very hard. You need that guard that can kind of like just like take over, and you know, just get you a bucket or hit a tough shot. Um, usually more so like a fadeaway or uh, not a back to the basket shot. Cause you know, those take time. So that's my opinion of it. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I definitely didn't mind it at all. I just, I asked you really, you know, as a, as a Kobe fan, as a Kobe fan. Yeah. I, I mean, thought about it. Kobe wasn't, I mean, he was hitting the mid range, you know, but like, I should go back and pull up that last play to see exactly where he's at. Let's not act like Kobe might not have kind of like was going to get this, clean super look too like i would have to go back and see that play i know i i can visualize where shaq shot the ball from i can't visualize where kobe was at on the floor but it's the idea that like if kobe takes the devin booker shot from last night yesterday or two nights ago <laughs> where he double clutches over to Kawhi and paul george and misses then it's gonna be like what the hell is he doing you know what i'm saying like why is he taking that but i mean it's a game winning shot you're not gonna nine times out of ten you're not gonna get this icy clean look so i'm not really mad at it yeah no i definitely wasn't mad at it either even though he missed like like i said with two seconds you're not gonna get a elite shot or anything like that yeah or something also more impressively it was a very good pass because that's another thing about doing that with a big man like it's an imbalance pass you know what i'm saying you have to throw that pass on target if you throw it even a little bit off target and shaq has to like bobble it for a second it's over you know, no, 100%, just, 100%. It's not like he's not 
you know, about to take it and turn around and shoot a quick jumper instead. Right. Like that's why it's easier for a guard because I could just throw it to you. All, all you gotta do is catch it, take a dribble, shoot. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't really have to be the, the greatest pass in the world. You know what I'm saying? You could gather your feet, but you know, Shaq is able to just jump up there, catch it, and then immediately turn and shoot. You know, so it was a solid pass. Was it Robert Dory who threw that? Yeah, I think it was Robert Dory. Yeah, I mean, solid pass. Um. Because they weren't even guarding the inbounds person, I think. It was either Robert Rory or maybe it was Glenn Rice. I think it was Robert Rory. Okay. Um, solid pass. I mean, one-on-one, Shaq, smaller defender. I'm not mad at it. Yeah. No, I mean, no, me neither. I just – I didn't know if you had any uh, any any particular takes. Uh, but once once Shaq fouled out, though, uh, I don't know. It was just like – oh, no, 100%. I mean, well, who, I mean, who else is going to shoot? Um, and again, I was just like, they had to take Mark Jackson off him ASAP. I mean, Reggie Miller was at least Kobe's height, but like Kobe was just, was just doing whatever he wanted. Like he was so far and away the best player on the court at that point. I mean, it's just one of those things where it has to be deflating because I know if you're in that, like i I feel like everybody who's ever played basketball has been in that situation, you know, where it's just like, okay, we got, especially when somebody's so dominant as Shaq or just physically dominant. It's not even just like this guy is just, he's just better than me. It's just like, this guy is just, he's better than me, but he's also just like, he's just like bigger. You know what I'm saying? It's like the little kids, like when you're playing county basketball or like AAU 12 and under, and it's that one, like, six foot 13 year old or something you know what I'm saying like he's actually good and he's six foot so it's like we can't do anything and he fouls off the court and then there's that one guard that just takes over and you're just like oh my god like these guys just keep coming right and then when they missed they kept getting giving up offensive rebounds too because they're like, just small you know what I'm saying like, right and you're probably exhausted from hack because I mean they were like Around after Travis Best like jumped on Jack's back, I mean it was just like three state possessions of just we're just gonna foul you. Like we're not really interested in doing anything else but fouling you right now if you're gonna throw the ball in the shack. And they you know, the hacker shack. So I mean like Nah, that's that's definitely true. It's just like I don't know, the Pacers the Pacers kinda had their chance. They had so many chances, but like I don't know. The the Lakers were just definitely a better team. At the end of the day, like the Pacers definitely gave them a good fight. Like they had good coaching. You know, Reggie Miller's doing his thing, but like it's just it literally it was just Shaq and Kobe are just too overwhelming. That's just all it came down to. Especially like in an era where stars aren't even really playing together like that anyway. Like most teams kinda have like that one star and then the role players, like the two stars, like the duo it was just it was just too it was just too much. I guess really it's just all it was. I mean, yeah, like who's Indiana's next best player? I mean, probably Jalen Rose. And he wasn't – was Jalen, is Jalen Rose even starting? I have to let me go back. No, he was starting. He was good. Oh, right. he, he, I mean, he started – he played the second most minutes in the game uh, that season. He, he averaged – If you watched this game, like you, you would not tell – you couldn't. Like if somebody just turned on this game – Oh, yeah, definitely not. Game. Like, you know, I mean, he wasn't like an all-star or anything like that. Like – I mean, he was good. He averaged 18 points a game during the season, 47% from the field. Um, oh, yeah, he's no scrub. I'm just saying. But, but, like, but like, again, like, it's just one all-star versus two all-stars. Like, it's really simple math. Right. <laughs> it's, 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 especially, when, you know, two top five, two top ten players. I don't know where you want to rank Kobe in 2000, but, like, 
two top 10, 12, whatever, like, you know, Reggie Miller isn't even better than Kobe. So it's just, that's just really all it came down to. I mean, I mean, shout out to the Pacers though. They, they definitely put up a better fight than I remembered. I mean, I haven't gone, I hadn't gone back and watched this game in a while. So, um, the fact that it's in overtime, right. To tell you they put up a good fight. I mean, Kobe I mean, of course, one, one crossover on, uh, um, Reggie Miller and takes that three pointer. I mean, that two pointer with the foot on the line that people would hate in today's game. Yeah, I don't think anyone shot more two pointers with their feet on the line than Kobe and like maybe Allen Iverson, but Kobe, like, he just pulled in, up. Like, he just didn't care. In this just, era or just in that era? Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, in the early 2000s. Yeah, him, maybe. I mean, it's, it's going to be, I mean, it's going to be the dudes with the green light, him, Allen, Tracy, and Vince. <laughs> Right, but like I said, in this era, I don't, I don't even know if people were thinking like that. You know what I'm no, saying? definitely I, not. They're just I, like, I'm just gonna shoot it, and then and this, it's just gonna go in. Like, I don't care if it's a two or a three or if I'm it's points. One, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, people weren't looking at it that, that deep, which is wild in its own right, I suppose. Because I don't like, think I heard take, people. Really, let's go six inches back. I don't think. I think maybe it was probably like a very like underline like underground idea at that time but i don't think i heard anybody really mention it until i was in eighth or ninth grade and i saw all that basketball rides and the coach was like why would you take that shot i was watching another team practice and he was like getting into his player and i was just like huh <laughs> <laughs> well that kind of kind of makes sense. and I, you know at this time you know, i was i was king of the mid-range so i was away <laughs> from from that area so i mean i was like oh that kind of kind of does make sense <laughs> Yes, three is worth more than two. It's a crazy concept that it took us so long to realize. Well, the three-point shot was just, it was like, even in this era, it was just like, oh, he's going to take the three. You know what I'm saying? It was like this big thing or it was just like, um, right. almost like if you take it, you better make it. You know what I'm saying? Because it wasn't, this, you had like specialists. Like the idea that everybody was going to be a knockdown three-point shooter was kind of foreign. You know, you had your specialist, your Steve Kerr. You know, the people you ran plays for, and even them, they only took like I mean, look they at only them. took nineteen. You know what I'm saying? Look Eight how many three. Reggie Miller took this game. Yeah, he took yeah, he took nine of them. The idea is you just come down and take a shot. You know, at this time, you know, like people might have shot thirty five percent from three, and that might have been great. <laughs> like if they took the amount of threes that people take today, back then, like thirty five percent would have been amazing. We've been like we've been talking about whoever's shooting that. Like he is Steph Curry. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, especially if they're shooting like five or six a game. Right. So, I mean, we're talking, you know, in an era like, like Allen Iverson just launching threes is not something you really want. You know what I'm saying? Like, obviously, you can make them, but it was just like, nah. But, you know, that's something like you like, everybody says now, you would practice that growing up. You know what I'm saying? Even I remember, I remember like us growing up playing pickup, like, you had to do to shoot threes. You had to do to score. It was like, and you had people who could kind of do both. But like, the idea, like, it was like, ah, uh, let them take the th- like. We're playing the sixteen. It's five five. Let him take the two. Like, I'd rather that than him. You know, get a layup or something. You know, because it was like, can he really shoot? Oh, that guy can't shoot, or he's okay at it. You know, it wasn't until you know it was game point where it's like, just don't let him shoot at all. You know, obviously at that point. So I mean, but now like. Somebody behind the line, you would close out on them. If they want to take an elbow jump shot, like obviously you put a hand up, but if it's four four, you're like, go ahead, bro, shoot that shit. But 
when they're going to get it. No, that's 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 definitely true. This game is definitely really really shows a lot of the evolution of basketball. But do you have any uh, any final thoughts? Anything we didn't get to? Um, no, I thought it was a, it was a really good game. It was it definitely was slower. <laughs> Obviously, you have Shaq trotting around and Kobe on one ankle, and like Mark Jackson is not exactly. <laughs> Darren Fox at this age. So, I mean, it was definitely a slower paced game. Just a lot of post-ups. How do you feel about the post-ups? I know, you know, I don't even know if a kid of this era, anybody who's born pretty much after this game, but definitely after like 2005. I don't know I mean, by the time they start watching basketball, like would they even watch this and be like, why the hell are so many niggas back to the basket? Like what is, you know what I'm I mean, saying? I, I didn't have a problem with the post-ups. I mean, Shaq was really the only person posting up for the Lakers, like, as he should be. Like, even at this point, like, Kobe wasn't really a post-up kind of guy. Uh, the only person who I had a problem he posting up was – a few times, I think. But, yeah, I, I know what you mean. Yeah, like, not – you know, not like – Not like he was, not, he was not 24. Yeah, he wasn't 24 Kobe post-up. The only person – the only time I ever had a problem posting up was when Mark Jackson was trying to post up because he was trying to close to Kobe. It was like, what, yo, what are you doing? Like, why are you Because that's the only thing you could go to. He, he's not – I mean, yeah, that's the only the thing dribble. he could do. And he's like – you know, he posts up other point guards. It's like, bro, like, this is not a point guard. Like, I don't – like, that was the only time I was trying to use that like, old man strength. That right. It's just like, yo, like, this, that's not it. I know Kobe spiked the hell out of one of his little drop steps. I know he had whatever. like a, he had three fouls and Mark tried to attack him and Kobe yeah, so, and like I wasn't even sure if he blocked it because the shot just didn't go anywhere and I was like, <laughs> just, I was like Mark, Mark, Mark. I mean like I'd rather you do that than, than shoot I suppose but it's just like this this just isn't it. So that was the only time. I mean other than that I mean like I don't have a problem with the post up because they were working like every time they go through with the Rick Smith he was, that was two points. Like every time, so the I didn't Smith's have problems. Walking with it. bucket in this game. Yeah, it was a walking bucket. I was like, I'm not gonna. Sad that he had to sit in the fourth. All right, I was like, I don't have a problem with none of the post ups, other than like I said, Mark Jackson posting up someone four inches taller than him. Sam Perkins, uh, a little bit ahead of his time. Also right, the stretch five. Yeah, also another guy who was on the all. Damn, he's still in the league. Well, I guess 1990 isn't really that far. Well, he was 39 in this game. I know, it, like Sam Perkins <laughs> played with the Lakers, um, the Sonics. I mean, you just watch this game, it just, it just kind of like, it just feels like a different era. You know what I'm saying? Like, Oh, definitely. I mean, it's 20 like, years ago, it's crazy. No, I'm just talking about from like, um, like Mark Jackson, right? I played in the 80s and 90s, Sam Perkins, Ron Harper. Right, and they're still in the league because they're like the old. They're like the, I guess, what Andre Iguodala will be now. But it, you're just watching this game, and you're just like realizing, you're like, damn, this guy really actually did play with Patrick Ewing and Michael Jordan in his prime. <laughs> but you're like watching this, and it's like, I guess it's not that far because they're still on the court. But it's also like this game, it doesn't feel like 1985 or 1987, but it's also not 2020 or 2018 or. 2015 it's just like this is like its own little time capsule of an era and then you think in your mind you're like lebron james is three years away from from entering the league at this point and he's still playing like lebron james is watching this in high school right now yeah lebron was like what a freshman or sophomore in high school probably watching it and 20 watching years that later he's you know competing for nba championships still so it's just kind of like crazy how like i think and I think when I was younger, I didn't really understand. You know, your concept of time is different. But, like, the LeBron-Kobe thing, like, it ain't really that far. You know what I'm saying? By the time Kobe started coming on, you know what I'm saying? It's like, shit, Kobe's 
20 here? Yeah, he was only like 25 when LeBron hit the league. Right, like or something like that, depending on if his Kobe goes in college for just two years, you know what I'm saying? By the time he hits the league, it'll have been 98. So by the time he comes, so let's just say he comes, he really comes on strong still in 2000. Then LeBron's trekking behind him by three years, and it's just like, god damn, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, but yeah, just the era, like a really interesting time for basketball. Um, it's an interesting time for culture in general. The early 2000s is just an interesting time. That's what I'm saying. Like, it doesn't it, – it definitely has the late 90s aesthetic vibe. Like, the first three years of, like, 2000 through 2002 definitely still kind of felt like 98 in some ways. But also it was kind of different. Like, stuff tried to be – like, Amar Rashad with the little circular glasses. Like, feels, like, weird. But it's also, like, it's nothing like the late 2010s. Which also right. have some equally as bad like cultural things happening, but uh, I guess that's how we'll feel about 2020 or 2017 in in 15 years. But just you know, just screenshot of people in the crowd, like what they're wearing, like <laughs> just the jerseys, just how like they're kind of baggy. They're not like the the booty shorts of the 80s, and then like Jordans kind of get kind of longer. But like if you look back on those, like. He still got the above the knee shorts, and now everybody's pants are like the jerseys are just hanging off of them and like filling in the wind as they run. This is an interesting time, it, it, but it's also like very nostalgic to watch like all this stuff because remember where I was when I was watching this, and I was actually in Disney World. Uh, I remember I went to Disney World and I watched, kind of fell asleep on some of these games. I was like six, but <laughs> I remember watching these games and just this basketball of this era. It does bring back memories, but. I mean, it, it was definitely some, like, knockdown, drag-out basketball. Like, people talk about how ugly it was and how, like, slow and, like, it's not patient space and all that. But, I mean, like... It was not, actually entertaining, though. Right, like, all, not even all the this flaws, series. It was, it was an entertaining game. Yeah, not even this series. There's other series, like the Allen Iverson versus uh, Reggie Miller series from, like, 99 and or this year, like... It's it's it was very knockdown drag out and every game was kind of close and every team had like a different style like the way the Pacers play is so different than the way the Lakers play. Yeah, that is one thing about this era is like every team like nowadays everyone just shoots threes like you know everyone's like analytics driven so like everyone has the same info everyone wants to take the same shots because they're all considered universally the best shots. Bro, everybody wants five Danny Greens on the floor or you know five Jalen Browns or. Uh, you know, um, PJ Tucker's or you know, right? This area, right, yeah, this, like a Rich Smith, like a lot, lot of, lot of variants. Yeah, people were very like everybody's game that kind of comes in the NBA now that's not a superstar. You know, it's like especially if not a big is like you have to play defense and hit open threes. You know what I'm saying? It's not like oh, I have a really good mid range game. Can you pair me with somebody? You know, on a team, it's like nah, bro. <laughs> like nah. <laughs> We don't, we don't individuality. We don't want that. <laughs> no, nah, yeah, no, nah, de- definitely. It's just like like you said. Like everyone just kind of has access to the information now, so it's just it's just different. But I mean, those are my final thoughts. Just good to see Phil on the on the sideline. <sighs> yeah. Well. Uh. Yeah, I don't think I don't think I had any other final thoughts. Those I think we had pretty similar final thoughts. It's just definitely a blast from the past. Um, but yeah, we have to do. We have one more Kobe to go, and then 
know, keep it keep the series going. We got to pick a new player. Uh, I don't know. We'll have to talk about it. I don't know. I think my I think I was gonna do LeBron next. Five LeBron games. Yeah. That should be very easy time. Yeah. So so that'll probably be next on deck for everyone listening if you've made it this far in. Uh, but yeah, I know uh, it took us a while to get here, but we we made it. Appreciate you, Derek. Um, no problem. Maybe next time we'll come on. I don't know if it'll be LeBron or the bubble. We'll, we'll, I don't know. We'll talk. Look forward to it. Yes, sir. Appreciate it. Thank you for lying to everyone. Thank you. <laughs> Damn. All right, bro.